dedicated to each and every one of you who appreciate a great glass of wine. You know what I mean? It's Monday. Let's raise a glass to the beginning of another week. It's time to unscrew, uncork, or saber a bottle. And let's begin exploring the wine glass. A few months ago, I had the pleasure of attending a masterclass on Pinot Grigio del Venezia DOC. Today, I am sharing that recording run by Regine Rousseau of Shall We Wine. This isn't your ordinary boring Pinot Grigio of the past. These wines have a lot to offer, and the consortio regulates the wine from vineyard to bottle. Give a listen to learn why these wines should be on your radar. Please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. Did you know you can do it right now? Literally, while you're listening. New ratings and reviews are how the algorithms decide which podcast they recommend to others. And if you love the podcast, other wine lovers will too. It is the best way to support the show. Slancha. Hey, everybody. I'm Lori Budd, a UC Davis winemaking program, Spanish wine scholar, someday service, champagne and Cotteron specialist, and a WSET Level 2 graduate. You can find Exploring the Wine Glass on all the socials, as well as your favorite podcast catchers. If you haven't subscribed yet, now's the perfect time to swipe, subscribe, rate, and review. Stay in the know about all things wine by visiting my website, exploringthewineglass.com. I promise I'll never tell you what to drink, but I'll always share what's in my glass. is to share what's new with the consortium. I'm from Chicago, and I've been working with the consortium for about a year, a year and a half. And what I do for them is really create uh, activities, brand awareness activities, mostly for consumers, okay? Because our job is really to get the word out there about uh, the wines and about the, the quality of the wines. Um, also, I've done some writing and hired some writers to write on behalf of the consortium. Um, so that's what I do. Okay, let me get to the presentation. Okay, so before I get to um, talking about uh, Pinot Grigio de Venezia, or I just want to talk a little bit about the area. We just want to point out that even though the presentation today is focused to the wines, you know that there is a rich history. Um, where are we exactly? So we're in the northeast of Italy, and the area encompasses three regions, Trentino, Friuli, uh, Venezia, Giulia, and Veneto. So we are actually the first um, area that compromises of three different areas, okay? Um, within this area, Venice is, is there, some of the major cities in Italy. Um, this is where I think my favorite Parme, um, prosciutto comes from, prosciutto San Daniel. That's actually my favorite. Um, okay. All right. So the consortium was created in 2017, replacing the IGT and the um, area became a DOC. Now, I usually try to step in and talk to everyone before I do these presentations, so I have a sense of, you know, if someone new to wine, if someone is, am I, am I <laughs> sorry, if someone's new to wine, or uh, if we have advanced sommeliers. Um, so for those who don't know, when we're talking about IGT, 
It's basically a typical style of the region, right? And that could mean a lot of different things. When the um, area was elevated to DOC, we know that DOC is a very specific style. So our job, the consortium's job, is to define that style, okay? To protect that style and really to create um, a, um, a balanced um, marketing effort. So what I mean by that is wherever in the world that you come up with, uh, you see a bottle of Pinot Grigio del Venezia, it's the same marketing program throughout the world. And what we have settled on is calling it the seal of wonderful experiences. So in our marketing um, packages, you will see that repeatedly. The second thing that the consortium did, and probably the most um, uh, significant, is that they reduced the, well, before we get to that, they created a certification process. So every bottle that is labeled Del Venezia goes through a team of enologists, and once approved, they receive the seal. Now, one of the questions that I uh, got in an earlier master class is, well, what happens if um, someone submits a, a, um, the wines and they're not approved? They don't, they don't meet the standards. They can still be labeled <coughs> as Pinot Grigio. It just won't say Pinot Grigio de Venezia, and it won't happen. What you'll also hear me refer to the area as uh, Tre Venezia or Trovenezie and Triveneto, same thing. It's just all these um, names are interchangeable. We, you'll see four different styles. Actually, um, you'll taste three of them today, I believe. So we have um, Pinot Grigio, um, Pinot Grigio Romato, which is actually the first style of Pinot Grigio that was made. So it's, it, it ranges from this light coppery color all the way to a uh, to a deep deep almost orange color unfortunately we don't have any of those but you can find them um, so ramato is just basically uh the region style of rosé which is uh through skin maceration so someone asked me you know how the rosés are made is through skin maceration um, we'll have a spumante style which is made in the Romato and then the traditional yellow straw color that you used to. Um, that is between four and six bars. Yes, yes, please, you start pouring. Um, between four and six bars of pressure. And then we have the Fizzante, which is lightly sparkling. Um, and then we have the Bianco. So we're not going to taste the Bianco today, but Bianco means that at least 50% of the blend must be Pinot Grigio. The other 50% can be um, any of the approved grapes. And they are Chardonnay, Cugnano, Gargagna, Mueller Turg, um, Pinot Bianco, Verduzzo. So those can be blended. As long as it's 50%, it can be labeled as Bianco. So Bianco, is the one that has to have a minimum of 50% Pinot Grigio. In order for it to be labeled Pinot Grigio, it must be 85%. Thank you so much for helping me clarify that. The other thing that is important to point out here is that um, the wines have to be at least 11% alcohol. 
So when we taste the wines, you're gonna notice a little bit more weightiness than some of the older style of uh, Pinot Grigio that you've had in the past. So this is Pinot Grigio in the vineyard. Um, this is, I don't know if it's the lighting. Uh, one of the things I want to point out, you have these tight uh, cone-like um, bunches. And um, gentleman that just spoke in the Colio, Jim? Jim, okay. And uh, you talked about, you know, some of the um, potential hazards, right? That you're going to, it actually produces very low uh, alcohol. So that's one of the reasons that we want to plant Pinot Grigio in a cold climate because that cold climate will give it the freshness and the acidity that we, um, we come to expect from Pinot Grigio. This um, cultivation system that you see here is called Trentino Pergola. And basically in Trentino, the vineyards are planted on a hill. So they are, um, they are trained in a way where the grapes are getting maximum sunlight. So you see how the sunlight is hitting the grapes. But it's also um, trained in this way so that it makes it easier for the vineyard workers to be able to, to, to get to the grapes and to prune them. A little bit of Pinot Grigio history. So um, our first um, record of Pinot Grigio goes back to 1500s uh, in Alsace. Um, it was brought over from Hungary, and uh, the gentleman that brought it over thought he had ferment. Then they for, um, they uh, vinified the grape, and then they saw this really pinkish color, and they start they called it gris, which in French means uh, gray, and that's where it got its name, Pinot Gris. We don't see. We don't see Pinot Grigio in um, Italy until the 19th century, and we see it in Veneto. Uh, the, the gentleman who's responsible for um, the major export of Pinot Grigio, but also changing the style of the wine, and by the style, what I mean is changing it from that traditional pinkish color to yellow, uh, is Mar Zotto. Who knows who that is? Whoever can tell me who, what this man is famous for, I will give them an extra serving of wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who said it? Fabrics. Fabrics? Oh, that sounds really good. It could be a designer name. It's actually the gentleman who started Santa Margarita. Okay. Um, so this is the breakdown. Um, and one of these things I would like to add is a, a, a better map. We'll talk a little bit about um, where we are uh, in the world and what makes um, this, this region um, perfect for Pinot Grigio in the next slide. But this just shows you uh, the plantings. So 27,333 uh, 27, hectares. I did the math. I believe that that is about 67 acres. Um, that number is wrong. It's 233 million bottles being produced in um, this area. In terms of production, so 85% of uh, the Pinot Grigio uh, production comes from Tri-Venito, uh, the Venetian. And then in terms of bottling, 55%. When we look at Pinot Grigio production in the world, oh, what happened to 
this slide. Okay. Um, all right. This slide is a little wonky, but we see that 44% of Pinot Grigio production comes from Italy. And then um, the rest, I was surprised to see that 13% is coming from the U.S. So um, one of the, you know, earlier I mentioned that the, one of the um, first things that the consortium did was um, to create this team of analogists to um, certify the wines. Another major, um, major step that they took was reduce the, um, uh, reduce the yield, okay? So as you know, once we reduce the yield, you increase the quality of, of wine. So those were the two major things that happened as soon as the consortium was formed. Um, and the reason that I, I, I talk about this is because our whole goal, and you'll see the proof in the wine, is to show you that what we've done um, with the area is really increase the quality of the wines that are coming out of the area. And you'll be able to see that um, through the tasting. So the Trinidad area average um, temperature is between 57 and 59 degrees. Um, this area, this, this um, climate is perfect for Pinot Grigio, um, you're going to, within the area, Pinot Grigio is in, or Galvanensier is in this, um, this, this arc, and it's protected by the Dolomites on the north. There are several rivers running through the area, like the Po River, and so there's never a shortage of water. Uh, the Alps are to the northeast of the area, so what you're getting is, is this area that is really shielded from the cold. So you're also getting this diurnal shift and you're getting these really warm days, these cold nights. And so that's giving the wine that fruit that we want and then the acidity. So this is the seal that I mentioned earlier, the seal of wonderful experiences. So every bottle of Del Valencia will have that seal. When, what we're, this slide is speaking to, yes. Um, so this slide is really speaking to what our goals are for the consortium. One, on the, the left side, we wanna just sort of reiterate what, we, what our, oh Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> we wanna re reiterate what our goal is and really to, um, to create a wine that is easy, that is approachable, that goes with every moment in life. And that's where the seal of wonderful experiences come from. Um, even though the goal of the consortium is to elevate the wine, right? Reducing um, the, the yields so that we're creating a higher quality wine, um, we're still leaning on the, the tradition of the area. When uh, a gentleman said to me, well, I like Pinot Grigio in another master class, he said, like Pinot Grigio, Del Venezia, I like the way it is, I don't want changes. Okay, sir, that's okay. <laughs> uh, where it's not taking anything away from what the area has done. It's really looking at how can we increase the production and how can we increase what's coming out of the area. Attention to environmental sustainability is what you're going to be hearing more about next year and one of the um so one of the questions that came up was about um the climate and about um 
how um, about water sustainability and how we're using water uh, in the area. So because of where the vineyards are, um, it's not an issue yet, but this is something that the consortium is gonna be really concerned about moving forward. Um, within the, uh, the seal, uh, every bottle can be traced. Um, that is, you'll see a QR code right on the seal. The Delvin NCA logo. The flat line represents Veneto. The um, second line represents um, Fumili, Julia, Venencia, and then the third, uh, Trentino. So, um, what you are, I want to talk a little bit about what you're going to taste. Um, a lot of these wines, honestly, are new to me. I have not tried all of them. Um, but what we've seen in the last two classes is a real range. So you're going to get like these lean, racy style of Pinot Grigio, and then you're gonna get some like creamy, fuller body um, Pinot Grigios. And then with these, we'll also take a look at where they're coming from. When we talk about the wines, we really talk about the region as a whole. Um, we don't really separate Veneto from Carilli, um, Venezia, Giulia, from Trentino. But as professionals, you understand that each, the wines are gonna present differently based on where they're coming from. And we'll be able to taste that in the glass. Okay, so our first wine, Rossi di Gemina, Pinot Grigio del Venezia 2021. So this is a uh, Romato. Um, it's looking like a spumante in the, or, uh, in the glass. Or is it giving, is it looking more like a frizzante? Let's taste it. Frizzante. Right, lightly sparkling. This is not a fully sparkling wine. Um, this wine, um, from, well, let me let you throw out some descriptors for me first. What do you think? And then I'll give you my own notes. You have a smile on your face. That might be like it made you bouncy, okay, it made you bouncy. Um, so skin contact, this is a night of skin contact, but I couldn't find uh, how many hours. I don't know if a night is like an eight hour um, or if it's 24 hours. From the color, it's, it's gotta a be- A couple of hours. It's gotta be a couple of hours. Um, I get a lot of fresh strawberries, some peach on this. Um, I think this is a really great wine to start a meal. It's a um, very fresh peach, like a juicy peach. Fresh, juicy peach. This wine um, is made, uh, the area is very close to Colio, um, where this wine is coming from. Um, comes from a higher altitude, which is giving it that freshness that lightness, that high, that nice acidity. Move on to number two. The next wine is Hadi Alte. Excuse me, I don't speak Italian if you haven't figured that out yet, <laughs> but I'm doing my best. Uh, Pinot Grigio del Venezia DLC 2021. So this, we're getting back to that um, light straw color. Um, mine is a little cold. I don't know how yours is doing, so I'm gonna wait for it to warm up. This wine comes from um, a cooperative. It was four wineries that um, came together and uh, it was founded, four wineries were founded between 
1957 and 1958, and then they joined forces in 2015 uh, to create. I hate giving my notes, but I will. So now I'm picking up that salinity, um, which I think is gorgeous. Um, but this is easy for me, fresh. Um, I'm getting those traditional Pinot Grigio, um, pear, stone fruit. Um, anybody else? What I'd like you to pay attention to um, is, and honestly, we can have an honest discussion, is if you are, as you're moving through this, seeing a change, right? Tasting a change. Or is this presenting to you as a Pinot Grigio you know? And that's one of the discussions we've had in the other cities. You know, some people saying, yeah, this is, I stopped drinking Pinot Grigio because when we talk about Pinot Grigio, you know, with consumers, not with professionals, there is sometimes an elephant in the room, right? Pinot Grigio did get this, um, reputation of not being high quality unless it came from uh, Alto Adage, right? Unless it came you know, from Fruili. Uh, and then there was this bulk production of Pinot Grigio in our market for a long time. So look, ask yourself, is this presenting different? Is there a change or is this what I'm expecting? Uh, is this what I expect? I, I think in the past Pinot Grigio has been the dull wine. Mm -hmm and it's representing itself as there's complexity to it there you know the salinity in there or the frisante has the flowery you know and that so i think it's no longer just bulk base wine mm -hmm. it's showing complexity we have prima pietra pinot Grigio del venezia this is coming from another cooperative that was started in 1952 the wine comes from the Verona area, where it says Upper Valley of Val d'Alpone, that is in the Verona area. And I mean, I, you're going to see yesterday we had a um, wine with some uh, oak aging, but I think all the wines that we have today will be stainless steel. It was interesting to see where they uh, age part of uh, the wine in oak. A little more richness to this wine for me, fuller rounder in the mouth. Again, for me, typical flavors, um, peach, um, peach pit I'm getting on the, uh, almond, um, getting on this one. Y'all with me? Y'all tired? <laughs> yes, please. Well, I, 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 to answer your question, the only thing that I am aware of is making that minimum 11% alcohol. So when you, you know, no more of this eight, 9% Pinot Grigio, so by raising it to 11% from this particular area, you are going to get that richer mouthfeel, the weightier um, one. I'm, uh, to a minimum of 11%. Oh, I thought to, to give you that, that richer mouthfeel? Oh, okay. Yeah, to give you a higher, no, that's okay. That's okay, thank you for asking. The more questions you ask, um, the better, because then I'm not up here just talking. <laughs> <laughs> just talking. Okay. Uh, anybody want to comment on this particular wine? It's making bouncy. No, you're not bouncing anymore. Okay. okay. <laughs> Osvaldo Pinot Grigio del Venencia, uh, 2021. And now a word from our sponsor.
Looking to be in the know about Dracaena wines? Want to be the first to know about our new releases and special offers? All you need to do is sign up for our newsletter. There is no commitment necessary, and I promise you we won't spam your mailbox with loads of messages. Need another reason to sign up? Quite possibly the best reason? You'll immediately get a discount code for 10% off your first purchase and be privy to newsletter-only discounts. Let Dracaena Wines turn your moments into great memories. Visit our website, www.dracaenawines.com, or use the link in show notes to sign up. It will take you less than a minute, but the rewards will last a lifetime. This wine is coming from um, a larger group in the area called um, uh, the Zopas Group, which was founded in 1980. But this particular winery dates back to uh, the 1930s. So in this area, you're going to get more uh, clay-based soil with a little bit of limestone. I, this is, for me, what I think about when I think about the Italian style of Pinot Grigio that I think consumers uh, like. I, I get a lot of fruit. I get a little bit of minerality. Um, I think it's fresh. I think it's really approachable. That's a little bit of RS. A little bit of RS, yes. Makes it, for me, like work with food. Yeah. And then a little bit more alcohol, 12.5. Okay. Next, we have Perla Bianca Pinot Grigio del Genencia. Um, this one, uh, the grapes are coming from throughout the region, so Trentino, Veneto, and Fumili. This was one of the fan favorites uh, yesterday. Right in the, you didn't get the, can we have that one? He drank it all. No, 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 I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. So the entire row. They don't get your humor. Huh? They don't get your humor. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, I get a little bit more almond on this one. Anybody agree, disagree? Anybody? With what? Clam chowder soup. Clam chowder soup. Okay, I like that. I love when you pick up a wine and all of a sudden you get exactly what, what, is, what it will go with. Clam chowder soup. It's more distinct. It's more distinct. So she said she's making more of a statement, more floral, more fruit on the palate. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a little bit more expressive than the others. Yeah. That's just like a whole design. It's a generation of this lifestyle. It's very old school, vibrant. Tell me what old school means to you. Uh, not, not all the by trends, not all the by trends. Let's sort of this game together. Let's make all the wine. Let's make the extra good. Let the wine speak for the better wine. I love that. I don't know if you heard, he said um, this wine, it speaks from the terroir. It's not trying to be modern. It's classic, if I'm interpreting what, what you're saying. I like it. Yes. Thank you. Speak English. A little bit. A little bit. Um, next, we have the Tomasi La Rose Pinot Grigio del Venencia. I think it's another Romato. Is that correct? No. Can I see the bottle of the Tomasi? Okay. Yep. Just be, I haven't tried this wine, but just from the description, I was 
I thought it might be a Ramado. Okay, okay. Um, so the Tomasi family is a fourth generation family. Uh, they currently have nine members of the family working together. Um, they also have property in Piedmont. So this is another bigger winery. As you can see, this particular wine they're doing 300,000 bottles of. What do you guys think of this wine? It's beautiful. Balanced? Mm -hmm. Clean? Less of the village oak notes? Less of the village notes. And more, I made it today. You're a poet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I always come up with these crazy descriptors. I, I refrain myself today. Um, but I love that. Less of the village notes, but more of the I made it today. And then we have, um, I think we have two more. Uh, Albino Armani Pinot Grigio del Venezia 2021. Albino Armani is actually the president of the consortium. Uh, he was just re-elected earlier this year. Um, and the grapes again are coming from throughout the region. Anybody picking up on? I'm not going to say it. I want someone else to say it. Perfuming. Anything else stick out? Is that just me? The mic's getting a little bit of um, sulfur. Uh, that's um, a little bit of um, petrol. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like. Oh, okay. All right. You got it first. Wow. We had that yesterday with another wine. It wasn't this one. <laughs> um, this particular. Um, winery has been in existence for um, I think it's over 200 years. Uh, they own 865 acres. Under their umbrella, there are five wineries. I think it's really delicious. This for me is um, a little bit more sophisticated. No, I know it's not your style. You don't. Yeah. She like. She doesn't like. She only. She likes pristine wine. She's a winemaker. She does. She was not, we have this very different wine styles. Anybody want to comment on this? I think it's got a lot of herbs in it. A lot of herbs, yes, which I definitely tend to um, enjoy. Okay, and then we have Love Story, Pinot Grigio del Venezia DOC 2021. Coming from the northeast of Verona. I like when they give us the soil type, so alluvial uh, soil, moronic, so coming from the ocean, moronic? Is that how you pronounce it? Moronic. Huh? Glacial. 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 It's a very um, American label. Mm -hmm. Ice Age. Ice Age. Thank you, sir. Laura just said that this is a very American label, really modern. I mean, I think it works really well with the wine. Um, <laughs> less fruity than the first one, that the uh, frizzante that we tasted. Look more, I feel like, um, cherry, or maybe underripe um, strawberry. I think I'm getting more in this. If you skim through the pricing, um, and I, I don't sell the wine, but what we're, I think what we're looking at are really great value wines for the consumer. Um, 
these wines to me are really flexible. Um, I, I feel like you can open a bottle of Pinot Grigio, except for dessert, have it with anything, really. You know, pasta, pizza. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just really flexible. The acid is there, and I think it makes it easy to just pair with a lot of different foods. Um, questions, comments, anything at all? Quietest group that I had. It's after lunch. It's okay, it's okay. Um, any, anything that I missed um, that, I, that, I, that I should have shared with you, Minister? No? Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. So, from my understanding, it's a very small production and it doesn't leave, um, it's, we don't see a lot of it in the US. So everyone I know who's talked about uh, a more orangey copper style of Pinot Grigio from Del Venencia. We saw, you know, we talked about it in um, Colio, right? Uh, they talked a little bit about it earlier. That just, we just don't see that a lot in the market. It's usually in, it stays uh, in Del Venencia. Okay, well, uh, yes, that is all I have. Um, I thank you for your time and your attention. Uh, if you need anything from me, um, if we're, you're missing some information, if you'd like the consortium to send you some supporting material, please email me. I have my cards. IEM has my cards. And I'll make sure that uh, we get the information to you. This has been another episode of Exploring the Wine Glass. Thanks for listening. If you have suggestions on what topics you would like me to discuss, please reach out on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Exploring the Wine Glass. I am also on LinkedIn as Lori Hoyt Butt. Of course, you can always email me at exploringthewineglass at gmail.com and sign up for my newsletter at exploringthewineglass.com. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find me more easily. And most importantly, tell your wine-loving friends, because if you like the podcast, they will too. Podcast music is Wine by Kevins. Until next week, slancha. Give me the red, red wine. Give me the white, white wine. Give me the sweet, sweet wine. Give me the wine. Give me the wine. No, no, no.